Coming to you from the Vow Exchange in Kansas City, Missouri. This is Catherine. And this is Amy. And you are listening to the I Do Rescue Podcast. Hello. Hi. Good morning, Catherine Hogan. Good morning, Amy Rizzo. How are you doing today? I'm good. <laughs> Hello, everybody out there. Welcome back to ID Rescue. Good afternoon. Yes. yes. Oh, I guess yeah, it's afternoon now. Okay. It is episode 14. 14. And uh, yeah. again, we are we are the the podcast not for planning your wedding, but to question the whole damn thing. So um, we're back here and um, ready to talk about um, what we call a concept that we we call peacocking. So uh, I'm sure some folks, I know it sounds kind of dirty when I say that like that. Actually, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's uh, sadly, it is not our, our word. Not it our is word. Oh, no, no, no. This it's is a coming from, term. Uh, well, I think it was really brought in, uh, into the mainstream with our friends, the pickup artists, who, the peacocking. Who's a pickup artist? Wait, wait, oh, who's it says guys on MTV or VH1 or whatever. And it's that guy who's like, mystery was his name. And he went into the bar and he would show these like totally like nerdy guys how to like pick up women uh-huh and he would oh say like what you wear need the, is to learn the how to snazzy peacock. jacket yeah, yeah. <laughs> wear something that's a conversation piece anyway <laughs> that idea so that's that's where i first heard about yeah. peacocking but yeah we're gonna talk about it we're gonna in talk terms about of that in terms of weddings weddings because we of think course. That, we think that's happening a lot and it's <laughs> and people it's like it's like sort of snuck its way into wedding planning and it's like it's sort of like a termite in your house it's sort of eating away at the base of your of your <laughs> home and causing things to crumble and make you miserable and kind of yeah, kind of turns things upside down. But yes. Anyway, so yeah. but I am happy to be back. I I am, but I this I was just going to say Catherine, our my brain, I think I'm getting the spring, the springtime oh I'm fried. Like yes. way, being pulled in way too many directions. It's time for like spring break. Wait, do you, do you guys have spring break? Oh no, you, no. you skipped it because there were too many snow days and you don't want to be going to school in like July. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we oh opted out. Yeah. And no. in fact, the kids were really happy to not have a break because right. they had so many break days. But yes. yeah. But now the weather's nice. Everyone break. wants to be outside. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but it's, yeah. it does feel like it's that time of year where like I, I it's really ho- hard for me to hold a thought in my head for too long because there's just way, way, way too many things going yes, on. And yes. Outside, inside, all the things. <laughs> well, I th- and I think this time of uh-huh. year, once it, I think there's like that, um, that thing with like January when it's like cold and I, although we complain yeah. about it a ton, there is you like, can focus. you can focus, yeah. you can't go anywhere. So you right. just stay inside and then Whatever's you do the inside things inside. Is what you have. Yeah. And then whenever it's sunny outside, I, whether or not I want to, I'm always like, I better get out there. Right. You know, right. Like I just yeah. urge to get out. It's of sort of like FOMO in like a whole nother way. Like when you see it all sunny and pretty outside yeah. and you're like, mm, why am I inside? What's happening? It's like, very it's, distracting. It's, it's very distracting. Yeah. Completely. Anyway. But anyway, so what's, what's yeah. been going on with you? Oh, you know, it was, uh, it was actually nice to have a nice, you know, spring weekend. The weather was pretty nice. Nice and um, and it's funny you know my, my my girl Laura was in town we uh, we went to go she was in town to go see my favorite murder uh, podcast which is a, a fan favorite of ours and so it's like a live podcast it it is so like they go around to different like okay so their podcasts are like murder mysteries with like kind of a humor they're they're trying to trying to tamper the severity of the, sh- the crazy shit that happens to people with a little bit of humor um, and they do it in a way that's not like we're making fun of you because you got murdered. <laughs> Like <laughs> I actually do find a way to do it where I feel like it's tactful, but, um, but anyway, they are, um, 
Uh, yeah, they came they came to Kansas City and they do live shows and they record it. And I'm guessing I don't know when it'll be be published. Um, it, it was surprising they didn't do some of the more well known murders. And this is their second time to Kansas City and they still Where haven't was it done at? it. It was at the Midland Theater down on. Oh, Maine. okay. Uh huh. Yeah, it was so odd to me. Like I yeah. just, it's hard for me to get my mind. I know that a lot of podcasts do this, but I always find like. I'm not. I still haven't witnessed it in person. Is it? What's it like? Oh, the Midland? No, no, no. The Midland. I'm sorry. Like oh, the idea of like a podcast live, live podcast. It, you know, it was fun. It's fun to be in the audience and laugh at the jokes. You know, yeah. like like it's like what you would be doing if you were in your car listening to it laughing, but you're just doing it in the audience. I will yeah. tell you, it was a little annoying for me personally, and it's mainly because apparently I, I have like a little beef to pick with um, Kansas City. Okay, so first off. It's all women. Like, it's pretty much women. A lot of white women, but in general, a lot of women who were on the show, who were at the show, myself included. And my, you know, and my husband went and Laura went and her cousin, uh, a a, a fella, went. Okay. So, um, and uh, we're all fans of the the podcast. And so we all knew what we're getting into. But but there's so many ladies there. And... uh, goodness they were just white girl drunk like the whole place was like it was bad (laughs) like there were people getting sick in the bathroom there was like a paramedic like working on some lady when i when i skipped away to go to the bathroom in the middle of the show like i watched one girl get helped back to her seat i'm like what is happening kansas city come on you don't have to hold your your liquor together pull your shit together this is you know, it's like, what is this, your what? first rodeo? Come on. I, this is really hard for me to imagine. How old, what, what is the age of the audience well, members? I would say they're, you know, probably 25 plus. Yeah. And actually, I got ye- uh, I got referenced by the girl who, uh, one of the, uh, Karen, I think, because um, they do this section in the, uh, in the podcast where they ask about hometown murders. So, like, something that happened in your hometown. Yeah. And, and they ask the audience for a volunteer. And, you know, they say, make it good because, you know, we've had some real good ones. And so this girl gets up on stage to tell her story. And there was this other girl, like one row over, white girl wasted. And she's like, oh, my God, I know that girl. Ah! Like she's literally losing her shit over <laughs> this. And and like to the point where we can't hear the girl telling her story. Like we're missing the story while this woman to uh, my left is losing yeah, her shit yeah, because yeah. she knows the girl on stage. And finally I go, we can't. We don't want to hear you. We want to hear her. Please sit down. And I said that. <laughs> I said that to her. I'm sorry. I'm 40 and I don't have time for that shit anymore. Like I'm just (laughs) done with nice, you know, and it did. She finally did sit down and shut up. But then right at the moment when I said that Karen turned to the audience and goes, oh my God, wait, hang on. Are we getting some, some yell back or something? And then like, not at them. I wasn't yelling. I was yelling at the stupid girl behind me. But yeah, anyway, it was, it was crazy. It was like, it was honestly kind of annoying. So I was like, the show would have been better had it not been quite as many drunk women, in my opinion. I think I honestly <laughs> Isn't think that always the case. Yeah. And, and, and like the girls <laughs> next to me talked to the entire show. Like, you know, like they weren't, you right. know, it was like girls night and they were doing their own thing oh while I had a podcast show, you know, I'm like really glad they I were not there. cheap tickets. So, I, you know, <laughs> I know it's a little annoying. So I was kind of, I was kind of annoyed with Kansas city that night, you know, with the girls anyway, of Kansas city. <laughs> That sounds uh, pretty awful, actually. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, was, but I, but I yeah. totally understand where you're coming from, and, and I definitely have found myself. I mean, all of a sudden, we're like this, like part of me takes over, and I'm like, 
I'm not sitting here and taking this. No. I'm going to yell at somebody and it's going to get ugly. <laughs> I don't have time to waste and be nice to you and tell you, could you please maybe sort of? Well, and, you yeah. know, I have a, you know, I have a little sort of my pet theories here, but uh-huh. I mean, I always find that like, you know, I used to get really mad. You'd be in a restaurant and somebody be on their cell phone, check, uh-huh, check, check, uh-huh. talking away. And I'd get so angry and then, oh, but I don't want to say anything. And then I was like, you know, this is, this is the problem in the world in so many ways is that, you know, people who are rude mm-hmm. or bad mm-hmm. get away with being rude and bad they do because until they're be- called on it. Well, because mm-hmm. people who are nice. Yep are too nice yep. to say, get the hell off your yeah. fucking phone in the restaurant. And I will, yeah. I, I made a policy yeah. from then on that I realized like, I need to be the one to step yeah. up and say, yep. you know what? Don't wait for somebody else to nicely say it to them. No, just, and because yeah. I mean, I don't, you don't get to just be rude and right. jerky because you get away with it because no one's no rude one's and brazen I enough will to be, say something to I you. I will be happy to be that person <laughs> yes. and say, you know, and I've done it many times. Oh, hey, yeah. you know what? I can't eat, not yeah. only can I not hear everybody at my own table all i can hear is, is you. you yeah and i don't that's it i don't make we're not getting yeah. into any further discussion i just look you in the and eye honestly, and i wait for you, you to say you can be like so you know this is happening can it not you know because it's not working for me like and you can say it in a way that's not total like you know making it personal or anything i'm just telling i'm yeah. just telling you a fact yeah, you, like, i can't hear anybody at my table it's no bueno can that can that stop i don't know can you not can you not can you just not? Can you not? Yeah. Can you not Sorry. yell at the at the girl? Uh, can you not yell at the performers at the show so we Sit can actually hear down, lady? Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny. This exact same thing happened where I was too nice for too long, and it's actually never happened to me before. So I've I've mentioned before, and I I could probably get total advertisement um, revenue from Alamo Draft House because I'm always you know singing the praise. And I mean, Mel and I see no less than four movies a month there. It's just weird. Okay. Such, you know, we love going to Alamo and, uh, we went to go see us and, which is really great. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fan, but to back up. So we, it's funny because you start off your day with good intentions. And generally I start off with the intention of, I'm going to try to make it to mass today. You know, Sunday, 11 o'clock mass. Laura was in town and like our morning schedule is a little messed up because of that. So I'm like, all right, so we're probably not going to make it to the 11 o'clock mass. I said, all right, Mel, promise me we will go to the five o'clock mass at you know the other church. And he's like, okay, we'll, we'll go. I'll help us make sure we go. <laughs> that never happens. No. And we ran a couple air. We ran a couple errands. And we're like, it's kind of nice out. Let's day drink. <laughs> so we went to, we went to, oh, what's it called? Uh, it's changed names so many times. It's the bar. It used to be, it used to be the velvet dog. Oh, yeah, girl 31. And now it's called something else. And I've totally, that, yeah, that who place, knows? whatever that place, place, that place. What used and to be the velvet dog? What what used to it? be the velvet dog and barrel 31, which is now something different. And I can't remember it. But anyway, it's, um, we went there to day drink and they, uh, uh, and we met this really nice couple, while we were sitting at the bar who were also there to day drink and have a blast. And we were, um, and it was just like, you know, we're just kind of having fun. You get a couple drinks in and suddenly you're everyone's best friend. You're putting your numbers in each other's phones. Like it was that <laughs> kind of thing. Right. And I'm sad to say this is not my first rodeo in that, in that sort of endeavor. We've met a few yeah. bar friends and I actually really like it. It's always bar fun. Friends. Bar friends. And you know, sometimes you run into them again. Sometimes they turn into more than bar friends. Mostly they're just <laughs> bar friends though. And so we kind of hung out with them and then we'd learned that they too are avid Alamo draft house 
fans. Got it. Which is what gave us the idea to go see the movie that, that evening. And so they left and I'm like, okay, so are we going to church or are we going to the movies? <laughs> and I'm so sorry. And it's totally, it's like Lent and I, and I needed to go to confession because I totally picked the movies over church. It was, I had a weak moment. The alcohol made me do it. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> so we went to... We went to the movie and, you know, Mel, Mel and I are, you know, so we're sort of, we're sort of good and schnookered um, and you know, having a good Sunday fun day. And, and so we, um, uh, we get there and, you know, we're, we're totally chill, ready to sit down and relax and enjoy this really good scary movie. And then right before the movie kind of gets started, the people to our left show up. You know, we're thinking hopefully these seats aren't sold. Unfortunately, we were wrong. They were sold. And they walk in and sit down. And drunk, they were drunker than us. Like, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, I'm drunk and I can keep my shit together. Like, <laughs> again, what is it with Kansas City this weekend? And people cannot keep their shit together. And so um, we're, we're sort of suffering through the whole movie because uh, the gentleman was more drunk than the lady. And I think the lady kind of figured it out that, sh- you know, that they were on the edge of getting kicked out for most of the movie. Oh no, that's, and that's pretty drunk. Yes. Okay. And like yeah. he was talking and then he fell asleep. And then finally we got, <laughs> we got the piece until he started snoring. I'm not even kidding. So this jerk is snoring to the side, you know, to the, just to the next of us. <laughs> and I had written it down on a piece of paper to basically to the manager, like the, the folks to our side are loud. And can you please help? And I had it sitting there on, and I kept it on the table and I didn't want to use it. Like I really, cause I knew they would get kicked out as soon as I raised that card. Oh my gosh. And they had already came over and warned them twice. They t- told them to put their phone away once. And then they came over and told them to be quiet. And I'm like, if I raise my card, they're going to get kicked out and shit's going to go down. Right. And then finally, and it was like towards the end of the movie and I just suffered enough. I'm like, this <laughs> is like the whole, the whole fucking, the whole deal is coming together here in these final scenes of the movie. And I'm still listening to you. <laughs> I'm like, no. Okay, we're done. And I was like, fine. And I put the card up and I got those people kicked out of the theater. I've never done that before, but well, I really, it and like it was, it was overdue. The, it was a well overdue. I probably should have done it sooner, but again, it's like that Midwest nice. But eventually, I mean, it was the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. They missed the end. <laughs> Honestly, can't imagine that they cared because I don't think they watched hardly any of it. But um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was crazy to be sitting there watching the, your neighbors get kicked out and like the security's there and they're like and they're like causing a scene during the movie and then it was like this really intense scene in the movie on top of it like, and I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> holy fuck, I need another drink. God. <laughs> I was way more stressful than I ever wanted like, to to be. And yeah. I was really bummed by that. But Alamo kept true to their word and they kept kicked them out and we finally got to enjoy the rest of the movie in silence. Thank you. And you Jesus. liked it. It was a good movie. Yes, I. I really liked it. It was, um, it's fun to watch. Uh, like, and it's funny cause I've only recently gotten into scary movies. Um, I want to, you know, I guess I'm old enough and secure enough in, the, in, my, in my world that it's fun to be scared. Whereas, you know, <laughs> right. whereas there's not, you know, when you're younger, it's not, you know, no. um, but no, now, no, no. now I really like movies like Halloween and, you know, it's yeah. that kind of, it's that kind of like creepy. Somebody's going to get you kind of movie. Right. Uh, but it felt new and different, like a twist, totally different plot. Good twist. Yeah. At the end. Well, uh, I keep I reading about how amazing it was. Yeah, and I was he's, a fan. Jordan Peele's pretty amazing. I think what I, he's doing yes. is really neat. Yes. Yeah. I, I agree. And it's fun to watch somebody who you can tell has a sort of a 
uh, a say or a point of view on something and they're mm-hmm. doing it and they're doing it well. What a, what I mean, what a cool concept of like true, you know, cultural dystopia, yes. you know, like, yes. and, and let's, you know, it's already scary. Yeah. I mean, it's really, it, honestly, I think that there are, <laughs> it could be done by pretty much, you know, any facet of politics at this point. And it's like, you don't yeah. need to create anything outside of what's truly happening right now. It's right. Very scary. It's already kind of scary out there. And it is scary. Yeah. <laughs> and it is interesting. And I always say that like scary movies are like sort of a double edged sword. Like in some ways it, like, they help us escape and I feel like we can, you know, join this crazy hair raising adventure. And, um, and then, and then on the other hand, it's sort of like, you know, uh, how screwed up is your life that it's not fun to be scared? You know, oh, yeah. You know, what I'm saying like it's kind of if you think about it, I mean, it's kind of a privilege to be scared. Like imagine your world where you don't want for anything. You know, you don't fear <laughs> for your life. You're just let's pretend we're let's scared pretend, for a let's while. Let's pretend our life is on the line. It'll be fun. You know, it's like. You know, it's kind of a luxury to be scared, mm. and um, but yeah. anyway, it's really it's a it's a, it's interesting to talk about it in terms of that particular those particular movies by Jordan Peele because I think that there's a real there's a real point of view that like you know and, and I haven't seen the second one so I'm not entirely sure. Oh, you haven't seen Get Out? No, I've seen Get Out, but oh, I haven't, but seen, haven't seen Us. us. Gotcha. Yes. But I mean, but the idea is you know you're using these characters to illustrate what what is in real life like. Mm-hmm. The scary thing is that this is what life is really like for people. Yeah, you know? and like yeah. that's totally jacked up. And right. I don't know. It, it's it's yeah. interesting, and I'd like to, I need to see it before I can really comment on right, it. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, I did see a kind of interesting. Uh, actually, Jordan Peele, I think, wrote the article, but it was like you know, like charts on you know how scary movies are, you know, and and where us relates on that scale, uh-huh. you know, with like. And then he broke it into like gore, yeah, you know, fright factor, like There's, you know, jump, yeah. jumping, jump or scares. like spookiness, where Spook- it's like, like ghosts and demons, and that yeah, kind of and things yeah. that are like more psychological, yes. you know. And so it was really cool. Of course, you know, The Exorcist and Chainsaw Massacre and The Shining are like at the tip top of every list, you uh-huh. know, like that is your <laughs> pinnacle of spooky and right. scary and right. gory. Oh, this! Oh, wait, the Saw franchise was at the very, very top oh. of gore. Yeah, which of course. See, I can't do and gore. I cannot do it. No, to me though, I will tell you this. I, I, to this day, probably the scariest. I'm a I'm a psychological thriller uh-huh, person, right. and I remember, and I can't honestly, I can't even remember what it was. Oh, I do kind of remember what it was. It was a movie called What Lies Underneath, oh. and uh, I went to go see it with Brady. I think I may have even mentioned this on another podcast, but we both slept with the lights on ah, for at least a week. Really? We, yes, we we're both like I, and I, I mean, I remember that moment where we were both kind of like. You know, somebody had to ask somebody, like, do you care if I leave the light on? And the other person was like, I was going to ask you the oh same my gosh. thing. And there was something really weird about it. Like, there was this per- de- dead-ish person that was, like, in the water. And uh-huh. she was, like, in a grave under the water. I can't remember even how it uh-huh. went. But there was, like, the the there was a scene in the movie where this person that was alive like i guess it was his girlfriend or uh-huh. mistress or whatever and they're making out mm-hmm. and she he turns and looks at her and she morphs into this dead person in the middle of them making out and it's like it's so <laughs> realistic <laughs> that's it's horrible it sounds like it, when you talk about it it's like that's not scary that like, yeah, but it was so point, you know <laughs> horrible horrible and so like i don't know what it was about the way that they filmed it and it could not get that scene out of my head oh i mean my like for weeks oh. you know 
That shit. I don't. That's I don't, funny. I, I'm a very visual person. Yeah, that stuff sticks sticks in there. That was me too. Like uh, growing up, I was always so visual, and so things like like I could imagine things that weren't real because I was a very like imaginative kid, and so if you just presented it to me in a couple scenes in a movie, I could take it so much further. Yes, and, and it's funny. Like I have an inside joke um, with the guy who edits our our web series. Yeah. Um, Patrick Ray and he uh, he edits movies he's done he's directed and written movies like he's kind of in the whole entertainment scene which is super fun to work with somebody who's in the scene and yeah and um, works on those projects but he is a fan of horror and you know s- you know scary movies and, uh, and, and works on several of those types of projects mm-hmm. but we have this inside joke about the movie The Stuff have you ever heard of that movie I hate that movie because <laughs> that's freaks yes. oh my god it grosses yes. me out okay so that was was the movie because every kid has that one movie that like fucked them up that so totally bad fucked me up too i yes. don't know what something about non-refrigerated ice cream <laughs> really like that i don't know why that was like oh, i can't even think about it still to this day go ahead oh my god it's exactly right like i couldn't eat ice cream the whole summer like i know so bad. i was so bad my cousins made so much fun for of me for it and like i don't know what I, it was i'll tell you i still haven't seen the movie and um Patrick pointed out to me that that movie is you I mean it's, you can go out there and like get it on demand and then and then just so happens that the director for that movie died yesterday no Sunday he died this last week and the director and several other classic horror films um, I forget his name Richard something I'd have to look it up on my phone yeah but anyway um, yeah it was really funny he tells me that I'm like going okay I should probably rewatch this movie no now as an adult like don't like close the loop like I don't know that that's a good idea like, it's sort of like like will it re-terrify me or like it's kind of like if somebody's afraid of heights it's a, like the ultimate test of like you know what though <laughs> here's the thing going this is jumping or something I, I know we got to get into the podcast but i but i but i will think yes. i think there's there are you know knowing what i know about you know psychology it's like you know like once you watch a movie that there's like a you know scare factor where they're yeah. jumping i mean you're never going to be scared as much as you are the very first time because right? you you know you even if you know it's coming you're still not going to have that same response however then there are some um, like c- the concept concept videos, like uh-huh. I, for instance, like I will never get over the fact that that what they were eating was that weird like non. Right. It's almost like whip topping, but but uh, like, uh, like Cool Whip or something. Yeah, cool disgust whip. for me is is a bell that you can continue to ring, and I will get me every fucking time. And I can't like, oh, there are certain <laughs> things like something about like. Um, the texture of bananas or uh-huh. like, oh my God, um, there are those protein <laughs> drinks that are like somewhere in between a milkshake uh-huh. and, and uh, like, oh my God, I can't even <laughs> talk about it. But like the, my, my friends, <laughs> my friends, is that like when they like to fuck with me, I have a couple <laughs> friends who like may a guy and a girl and they like they their whole mission in life is when they get together with me is trying to like make my life miserable because they know what the buttons to push and they'll they will like then one day they both got a protein drink like that was chocolate oh can you barely talk about it and they would like they were sitting there and they would like talk to me and look at me like and like kind of leave it in their mouth so it was like i could hear it and i was just like i i had to walk away because i almost barfed Oh my God. Anyway, but but I'm best. telling you, like the disgust factor, like it's a gift that keeps on giving. Like I will never, like for instance, the jumping. Oh yeah, fine. And I or I can even I can even watch things right. gory happening and be like, okay, fine. That's I just get desensitized to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Disgust, never. Huh. And I and that I I 
feel that I cannot watch the stuff. In fact, way. I think I've seen it. I have seen it since As the original kid. watching, yeah. and I was just like, no, I cannot do this. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! I don't know why. Okay, I, I still haven't watched it. It's it's on. It's kind of in my in the back of my head. It's something I kind of might like to do at some point. But yeah, but yeah, I'm Watch like I'm a little on the edge of like, <laughs> will it bother me or won't it? I don't know. But yeah, I was seriously it, like I couldn't sleep. I I would get almost panic attacks thinking about that movie. It was really as a child like I don't know I was what it was about 10 it when it came out. I and, know. And I was literally just yeah. And my cousins like they have a bowl of ice cream and they shove it in my face. Look, it's the stuff, Katie. It's the stuff. Like I'm like they're such assholes. Like I know my boy cousins, but. I know that and uh, <laughs> Halloween three. Yeah. The, I don't know if you remember Halloween three, but mm-hmm. it was totally a departure from Michael Myers and all this stuff. And it was like a, it was like a, uh, oh, pumpkin mask. Oh would yeah, put yeah. Your head and it would rot your brain out while you were. Oh yeah. Oh man. It was gore. It, once it starts going to the gore faction, and then, that, but, but it was starts to lose like me. Gory plus like this. Totally like, and why would they do this? They were doing it to little kids, and why were they doing that? And there was like this big mastermind guy who was trying to like eat the brains out of all the. It was it was awful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm like, totally horrified now. I'm like, <laughs> can we move on? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna get into talking. <laughs> Oh my god! Something maybe so uh, that's kind of scary when you're okay. Let's talk about going over the top. I think that kind of <laughs> goes into our topic. We always find a way of bringing it going back around. Going over the top. Going right, over well, the top. Well, so yeah. So, yeah, so peacocking. Introduce. So we, we were talking about that um, this term, and it is like kind of out in out in the wild. It is known as you know usually associated with how you're presenting you know yourself in terms of dress and, and fashion and style. And like, if you're going to um, a, a place that you know is going to have sort of like a general type of dress, but you're going to take it one step further because you want to get noticed, like right. a, like a peacock tail, like you know, it's, it's well, the it, male peacock. If in case anybody right. doesn't know, it's just this big crazy big fan of plumes, bright blue and green and fantastic. It's beautiful, yes. and the whole idea is to attract to attract, a to attract a mate. Yes, and and it's done. A peahen. Yeah. <laughs> It's done like and it's done in the, um, you know, for, for men and women and all that out in the dating world, I guess. So like I know ladies like will wear like a really fantastic hat. Right. And like your your hat gets noted. Like if you're in a bar and like you're the only one there in that hat, like you're the only one getting noticed. Or a statement yeah. piece of statement jewelry. Something or really, yeah. a super or a t- top that's cut really low. <laughs> high, super high heels or yeah. whatever. I mean, yeah. But also things that are like brightly colored, things that are going to be like. You know, get, somebody's going to maybe even comment on like, right. oh, my God, you have a like a fur vest. Right. Something like that. Right. Like, oh, they, people want to touch it. Touch or, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's you know, and it's funny because it's used, you know, it's been known to be used for like dating purposes as far as getting noticed by, you know, by a potential mate. And, you know, being very National Geographic, the male species will <laughs> notice the female, <laughs> to be, you know, but she um, appears to be wearing a, <laughs> a fluffy white vest to, no, attract, to a attract a mate, a male. <laughs> attract a mate. Um, but it can also be just for fun like you know if you're just you know you've been feeling kind of humdrum and you feel kind of like invisible and you want to like fluff your feathers out there and show you know show show off a little bit and like kind of just interact and engage with people people will didn't you know will just dress up a little snazzier than usual when they're going out with their friends and so and it makes them feel a little bit more like oh my god look how great you look i know right (laughs) 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 this whole thing we all do it you know we all do it. it and it can it can give you like a little confidence boost and it feels good so um but yeah it's generally kind of a visual thing and um and but what we're what we see in the wedding world 
So I kind of bring it back to the wedding world is you see a lot of people making decisions for their weddings that are all about you know, making it look a little bit more extravagant or more amazing in order to sort of get noticed, right? Right, right. Right. Well, I mean, it's it's beyond the practical. You're, beyond you're the practical. It. Yeah. So like, you know, because because truthfully, we could all just go to the courthouse or just church and just have you know quick little wedding and go home and have a nice dinner with our family and move on. This is what we always talk about in this podcast. But there's a large faction of, of us that all, you know, that, that you know, when having a wedding, you want to make it look good for the photos. Right. Because you can take <laughs> pictures. You want to make sure the photos look good. Okay, photos for who? For you? For where? Uh, for and, and nowadays, it's past just the, I want my album, my photo album to look nice, which is back in my day when mm-hmm. Mel and I got married. But then there's the, um, today it's like the pod, like podcast, the uh, like Instagram and like social media. Yes. And it's like, I want to make sure my photos look good and get lots of likes on social media. So, <laughs> yes. you, you know, so you're really paying attention to how your stuff looks so that you can get you know, people will engage with you on your wedding and it, it feels good. It feels good to get the attention. And yes, it's definitely all about getting attention. Right. And then the other place you see it is also like sort of this general expectation or hope that your wedding is going to look so spectacular that you're going to get covered in a magazine. <laughs> right. You're going to get printed. Or on a blog. Or on a blog. You're yeah. Gonna, yeah. You're going to get like like the knot. is going Like your photographer is going to submit your wedding for publishing and you're going to get published. And that it's like you fucking just won. You you won the wedding. So that's so, yeah, that's, that's the, the goal. That's, that's the, the goal. goal. Or or yeah, yeah, yes. yes I think yes, that's yes. yeah. So like, I and think we're making th- fun of this a little bit, yes. folks. Okay, yeah. We're, we're just, I'm just kind of being a little yeah. bit National Geographic about it now. Yeah, like, no, very, no, very like, good, very good. Yes. Uh, matter of fact about it, like this is kind of a practice that you see people do, yes. and I think that these are the underlying um, reasons that people do it. But what's um, what's sort of interesting and sort of. Uh, 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 sort of frustrating, I guess, is that people are making choices for this purpose of getting noticed and kind of peacocking that are sort of hindering their entire wedding experience, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we were going to talk a little bit about um, the different types of peacocking and how some is a little bit more what we call inconsequential. And some are what we consider to be more detrimental. Right. Like one is like, okay, you can have it. It doesn't really matter one way or the other. It doesn't really, you know, cause too much of a ruckus or whatever. So Although it is over the top and unnecessary. Possibly. Yes. Yes. And then there's the other kind where it's like you, by doing that, you've just added a whole other level of something. that Complexity. You compl- yeah. And, um, and oftentimes making it almost, you yes. know, it sort of defies the use of the item or something yes. like that. So it actually, you know, sort of. Uh, neutralizes oh. it or, or, or yeah anyway we'll get into it's, it it's almost like you know like it's like you're here to get married and yet there's this other thing happening at the same time like what's going yeah. on like what's what's going on here <laughs> exactly um, when I was growing up my mom is yeah. and was an interior designer and she used to always say form follows function which I would mm-hmm. be like I, I kn- those words always were confusing to me because I felt like they were backwards but uh-huh. she, uh, as I got older I started really appreciating that concept. And if mm-hmm. you guys are not familiar with it, it is basically saying that, you know, you start first have, like if you're in the, in terms of interior design, mm-hmm. right? Right. Or even in dressing. I mean, the mm-hmm. most important piece of getting dressed in the morning is to make sure that you are, your body is covered. 
right you have the comfortable shoes to get where you need to go and right. that you are warm enough you right. know that that's the the bare minimum of what's supposed to happen when you're getting dressed right now what you how you do that is up to you but if, if what you are doing and what you are wearing it, it doesn't cover doesn't your body mm -hmm. or you know it doesn't do, do the job or your shoes are too uncomfortable to walk in right then you haven't really achieved the first the step function. which is the function right and so or when they say use, form uh -huh. is like how it looks, how it right. presents, you know, the, you know, the, the, uh, you know, accoutrement, the, right. the, the embellishments that is, that is second to the, the function, the function of it. Same with a, right. you know, and in terms of t interior design. Right. You know? Right. Well, like, like that would be like an example, like you're going to go to the gym and work out. Right. Uh -huh. So you need sneakers, right? You need to be able to run in sneakers. You're not going to put on heels. To go to the gym. I mean, you might, but that'd be really like you'd probably. Well, you're, uh, that would be, be a situation where you're, <laughs> like, you're more concerned seriously. with the form than you are the function. Right, exactly. My point. Yeah, so it's not very functional to wear heels to the gym, right? It right. actually hinders your ability to be able to run on a treadmill or do a workout if you're wearing heels. Exactly. So you're going to wear sneakers because that is more functional. Now, the sneakers you wear might be bright red and they might be or they might be a certain brand and they might have a, a certain form but that follows the fact that they're first and foremost sneakers right exactly right. and 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 um yeah and obviously that as you can imagine that would 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 um also be the case with with interior design yes. where you know yeah you want your kitchen to look really beautiful but you know ah here great example when i used to cater oh my god these people would have these massive kitchens now my uh -huh. kitchen my kitchen is probably i don't know 10 by 10 feet uh -huh. i don't know 12 by 12 it's a decent sized kitchen sure. it's not ridiculously small but what i would discover my kitchen is absolutely perfect uh -huh. a, because it's got it's got a lot of counter space but the distance between the sink uh-huh and the stove, which are, by the way, you know, basically parallel to each other on either side. Uh -huh. The distance on either side is like basically a, swiv a, a swivel, a pivot. <laughs> so I can pivot. I can stand in one spot uh -huh. basically with maybe a half a step. And I can be at the sink and I can turn around and I can be at the at the at the cutting right. board slash stove. Right. That is perfect function. Right. It looks cute. It's yes. great. But most importantly, it works perfect. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of Crazy these big ass kitchens that you would go into, these mm -hmm. people would, sp you know, these million, multi-million dollar homes. Right. Oh my God, it was traipsing all over the place. The you know, the sink's over here and the stove's over there and they've got their oven mitts, like, you know, right. halfway across the room from the oven. It's like, what are you thinking? <laughs> it's like, do you ever use your Have kitchen? You? <laughs> Clearly they do not, you know? And, <laughs> and to don't. me, it's like, <laughs> that is a perfect example of like, this all looks fine and dandy, uh -huh. but it is totally anti and it's anti-function. Right. There's nothing about this that is in any way conducive to a, a pleasant or uh, efficient cooking experience. Right, right. So, right. yeah, this is, that is an example of like, have somebody who actually knows how to cook design right. your kitchen. Because right. it's, this is absurd what's right, happening right. in here. So this, so, and yeah. for the sake of our conversation, those are perfect analogies. This same, you know, uh, consideration is parent and or is present in weddings right so like you're gonna have you know you're gonna get married there's certain things certain functions you need to first sort of satisfy before you know you can move forward um so like number one would be what what you need to actually you know get married which Make we it. talked about in an <laughs> right. episode which, a couple episodes right. back where we're talking uh, about f the wedding police yeah f the wedding where we're talking about like what do you really need to get right. married which is bare bones actual bare bones and it's yeah. like a piece of paper you know a couple witnesses depending on your Audition, state you know yeah. yeah 
and you know cur- a couple phrases and you're done everything else is cursory everything else is just a celebration and then right. from there you know and if you choose to have a celebration which it would make sense because it's a pretty you know a, a fantastic thing to do um but like you know what kind of celebration are you going to have and because the form of your convert of your celebration will determine a lot of your decisions. So if you want to have a backyard barbecue versus a sit down dinner, you're going to make very different decisions for mm-hmm. your party in the same way that you would make very different decisions on what shoes to wear. If you were deciding to go say to the movies or to church, are you, yeah, are you going clubbing? <laughs> right. Are you going, are you going clubbing to the gym? Or are you going to, yeah. Are you going to, right. I don't know. Sorry to the movies. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that's where I'd rather go. It's like all the things I should be doing. And I'm just going to go to the movies. <laughs> but, but anyway, but yeah, so oh yes, that's a really uh, good point to bring up to that, to explain that idea that, you know, what form, <laughs> form of, you know, <laughs> of your wedding, you know, what, form, yeah, what form does it take? Okay. So then you're going to start making decisions and then you're like, wait a minute, Wonder wait points. a minute. Well, you know, I've decided. Was that nothing? I'm a, I said something. <laughs> having I, a conversation. I'm having a conversation. I said super twins activate in the form of. Then I was like, that's not it. It's wonder twins. And I was correcting myself because I was like, <laughs> you're over here having your own little conversation. Exactly. Wonder like, twins. Not that wedding. The form of twins. I know. I'm sorry. That's alright. I'm back. I'm back with you. No worries. No worries. So there is uh, so inconsequential versus detrimental peacocking. So inconsequential would be where you are doing something for the looks and for the fun, but it doesn't necessarily. I mean, it still might follow the form, but it's inconsequential. Right. For instance, like these tennis shoes I'm wearing right now Uh are um, ridiculous. I mean, they really are. They're they're kind of awesome. They totally look like a pair I had like. Yeah. So, but this would be an example of, um, these work great. They're really comfortable. They're great running shoes. I love Uh them so much. However, they are like, I don't think there's at least eight or nine different colors going on here. The (laughs) rain, there's, they are literally rainbow, like gradient, gradient rainbow laces. And I mean, it's, they're ridiculous. Yes. So that's not necessary. These shoes Mm -hmm. would be equally functional with or without this this crazy color scheme right but you can have this is this is inconsequential peacocking ridiculousness (laughs) i don't even know if this is peacocking this is just how tennis (laughs) shoes look these days but like let's just say that instead i went ahead and i was like i was gonna like applique or you know uh spray paint these you know neon and put some you know glitter and whatever the hell else on it you know that's you know, people would definitely notice them, but it, it wouldn't necessarily change the... They'd still be sneakers. Still, still be sneakers. Be to, still be able to run on them. You'd still be able to, yeah, do the things. I would be the, I would be the laughing stock, but... It would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, okay. So then, um, so that's inconsequential uh, uh, peacocking. Now, then there's the detrimental peacocking would be then if we were to take your sneakers and then say, put uh, heels on them. Or actually, yeah, folks, yeah. So you go to Instagram any day this week and you will find yeah. a, fair, a, n- a number of examples. But one of my very favorites, which I think is like the just the tip top pinnacle that I've ever seen of detrimental peacocking, where it's like this. <laughs> it's a picture uh-huh. of a beautiful scenic mountain mm-hmm. background. Right. Yeah. You know, and then they've got this like in front of it. It's this. It looks like a like what would be the the um, like an arbor, 
like an arbor mm-hmm. yeah like uh, like uh you know pipes i guess that are probably covered in this that and the other thing it almost you know. looks like an altar like maybe what you would get married yeah in. Like but a i mean it's hard to say that it looks like yeah. there's maybe piping or something behind it and it's uh-huh. got you know uh drapery hanging in front of it and and, yeah, and very decorative very decorative and that's fine whatever and it looks to be um in the center like sort of hanging kind of like a swing you know uh-huh. basically like 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 yeah. a swing set you know so it's got this frame uh-huh. and then hanging from the frame uh-huh. as if it's in a swing actually is on a swing it is on literally on a it's swing on a swing that swing is not tethered to anything it's nope. just hanging out there in the just wind. hanging it's hanging hanging uh, like you would like a like a swing like a like a like a like, like a kid a would sit on and go like we yeah, yeah swing it's just a little swing. bit it's a little bit bigger it's a little bit more of a square because what's sitting on top of that swing is a what four five tier cake wedding cake wedding yeah. cake yeah elaborate elaborate wedding cake. and of course it's not just you know rope or string it's like these little ridiculous beaded you know strings yeah. which is irrelevant it's sort of like whatever why decorative why yeah. but whatever right trim but, or something but if yeah. anybody's ever tried to cut a wedding cake <laughs> and you had to do it on a swing yeah i mean first of all <laughs> it's moving right right <laughs> i don't know i mean like it could topple anytime right not to mention you need a really st- you have to take that shit apart there is you know uh you know dowels and all kinds of stuff like structural uh-huh. you know uh pieces inside the cake right so you gotta take that thing apart and you and you got this thing on a fucking swing that is moving while you're trying to cut it it's very I mean, perplexing i am really like did they just maybe is the cake not even going to be cut or eaten during the event because they really won't be able to cut it there it was no way be, they could have you'd have to no move way. that whole they'd cake. have to take the cake away somewhere you'd have to put else. it somewhere else so what's the fucking point but th- but but that's assuming that you can get the cake off that swing without so mad about this stuff you <laughs> I know, it's I really I can't like, stand it <laughs> yeah you're like oh because oh, I've also I mean I not not I've never had to cut a cake that was on a swing but I've definitely I've been I've been put in you know in catering situations where people have like made their you know their situation so counterintuitive or so, you know whatever they want the way when they wanted it to look was so you know anti you know practical that uh-huh. you you know you find yourself like why have you done this to me you know this <laughs> right. poor person who is going to have to cut your cake is going to have to I, and, I mean, and then and if the cake falls guess whose fault it'll be yeah i mean and yeah I, I, yeah anyway so that is what yeah. i would call detri- detrimental that is detrimental you peacocking. set it up that way whoever's because, it's made a beautiful was. photo it got shared on instagram like the gazillion times and i'm sure let's hope that that you know decision to have a, pr- a beautiful photo of your cake was your goal yeah, because, because that's, that's all about you're all get. you could accomplish with that. Yeah, there's no way there that was cake, no there was no cake being cut that day. Not on that. Not, not on, on that. that. So so that entire structure right. that was designed to hold your swinging cake right is is completely useless if you want to eat the cake. Right. You no. have to remove it from the structure that you right. build in right. order to actually consume the cake. Right. And it's curious. I'd be I'd be curious to know if that was a real wedding or if it was just a styled shoot. Because it must be a style. Because that's. We'll get into style shoots in another episode, but that is a whole please. like, yeah. bitch, please, bitch, please. <laughs> Come so, on, yeah, that is. A, so yes. that, I don't know. That if that be, that's a good example. Okay, and then another example of we'll say it inconsequential peacocking is like um, we see a lot of things like dessert displays. Like we see a lot of this, and it's like okay, I don't know when it was written that. It's not enough just to have a wedding cake at your at your wedding. I can understand the reason for the wedding cake. It is sort of symbolic. And technically, you don't need any of this crap to get married. Like Now it's not enough just to have a wedding cake. Now you have to have some, like, like clever, like, like, dessert situation. 
where it's like, I mean, you see like the fucking, the s'mores bar would be an inconsequential one. It's, you know, like the worst thing that, that was a result of your s'mores bar was probably the time it took to put it together. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's like, it doesn't really make your wedding better. It doesn't make it worse. It just is there. And it's a it's it, it is there just to be cute. It's there to be know, cute. Oh my the god, that's bar. gonna be the cutest little picture. Yeah. Because I mean, again, this is one of those things. It's that just looks, for photo. It looks it's cute. Just for photo. For the first like half hour, and then it's just it's trash. Trashed. And it's it's yeah. And nobody cares. And the you candy don't need bar it. is another example of that. The candy can- bars, like where you have all the little jars of candy and little bags that you put it in. Mm-mm. People get all excited about it. They think it makes it look so cute. And then it's like, like you it's said, for a wedding shoot. I mean, it's, it's, for, it's, it's for, for a it's, shoot. It's for a shoot. It is for a photo. It's the only reason you have that dessert bar because it's not really that functional. I don't know that people love candy that much that they're going to go in and right. fill up a bag. Um, and then it ends up getting kind of gross, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and, and a like, lot of, it, I think a lot of, I mean, I think if you find yourself in a situation where you are, you know, setting up like a display for the sake of the display where it's right. like, you know. I mean, it could be your favors. It could be, you know, I mean, pe- people like to make things more complicated on every level, whether it's, you know, just your, you know, the pictures of you, you as a couple or, mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen wedding program displays that are like unnecessarily over the top. You right. Know, it, it, there's, there's every, every way to, you know, to overly embellish things. Right. Inconsequential. Inconsequentially. But. Yeah. It's a big, huge waste of time. Well, like, here's another good example. We have all the, like, the little personal embellishments, like the, um, the, the personalized hanger for the wedding dress. Right. Right? Like, you're going to get a special hanger to put your dress on. It's got, you know, Mrs. Mrs. On it. Yeah, Mrs. on it. And, you know, I mean, I, I guess that's fun. It makes you feel like a, maybe like a bride, like, or whatever, but it's like, you're really just doing that for the photo. Like, that's the only reason, because your dress is actually probably not going to hang very well on that hanger to be honest it's probably too having in a slide off, slide off, off <laughs> unless you have like a yeah a normal dress but right and on top of that like it's going to be hanging on that because you're, you're going to be taking it out of the garment bag right that it came on right you're going to be moving it out of there onto right. the special hanger for what yeah why would you do that yep well i'm sorry why well what for, for oh the for photo. the picture for the There's, photo and then you're going to take it off and put it on your body and then you're going to try to be spending the rest 10 next 10 years of your life trying to figure out what to do with the stupid hanger right because now this is funny <laughs> what to do with the stupid hanger? why do i have this is, why do you have it yeah. or like it's in your closet and you, whatever and that's fine but right it's it's just it's unnecessary right it's it's you know yeah. i mean and that's fine and whatever it's like yep. painting your wall bright pink if that's fine if that's what if that makes you happy then right i mean so be it right uh, another good example of that one is um oh, actually like there are some that are that are pretty um common that you know people will do and it really it's funny because it, we see this a lot in the weddings you know at the vow exchange and um and you know people do it and it adds a certain amount of fun and this and that but oftentimes it gets completely forgotten and the show moves on and it's as if it never <laughs> like you shouldn't have even bothered in the first place uh, examples are um cake toppers um any of those here come the bride signs you yes. know <laughs> um uh, and those i kind of understand a little bit more because it kind of gives the kiddos a little job but you know but it's not like you know it's it's just like you know oftentimes they just get forgotten at home and then it's like like a ring pillow um the ring box like just put them in your pocket it'll be fine you yeah. know like 
You don't need a yeah. special little pillow. You need a little um, sparkly sticker to put on the bottom of your shoes. So it yes, says, like, I, I do. do. I mean, it's fine. It's cute, whatever. But the only time you'll see it is when, five you, bucks. when you kick your feet up and then your photographer takes a photo of it. So, But these are all examples of sort of like peacocking. And that could be, you could argue that and the reason why we call them inconsequential is because some of those things can sort of play a part in the celebration, like giving your children a job to do, like to carry the ring pillow sure. or to carry the ring pillow. There's no harm in right. doing it. No but harm. But it certainly isn't necessary. But it's not necessary. It's really, it's just for the picture. And yeah, exactly. And yeah, that, and that so you know, if you realize, if you really were to get to down to the deep, you know, heart of it, that the only reason you're really buying this is, you know, for the right. picture right. Or, or for, you know, I don't even know what. Right, right. But, but, so, there's always back a to big the, but. but, back to the detrimental list. So the cake, the swinging, the cake on a swing, that was perfect example of that. Um, but there are a lot, and this is kind of the reason why we wanted to do this podcast today, because yes, we see that a lot of those inconsequential peacocking things going on at weddings, but there is now becoming, I, I feel like the volume is being turned up on this to the point where it's becoming detrimental. Social media has yeah, a way of really events. just. It's kind of like cranking it all the way up. This is sort of related to our big fat pornographic wedding episode yes. where we talk about when you see crazy stuff done and wedding porn on Pinterest and and it's like, that's not even real. Who, how could you ever make that happen? Right. Like, or, or why would you even make that happen? <laughs> so like the, the cake on a swing, <laughs> that's a perfect example of that. But the one that we've Stop. been seeing a preponderance <laughs> of and Amy and I... I get it. Amy and I are just trying to wrap our head. We're just shaking our head. And I'm so sorry for all those who might be listening who love this idea and think it's the greatest thing ever. Please help me understand why the fuck you would have a fucking llama at your wedding. Now, there's only one excuse I can think of to have a llama at your fucking wedding. And yes, it would, would be, that be if you grew up on a llama farm and like llamas were part of your family. They were pets and they were part of your life. It's the way maybe your family made money. It was the f it was like the farm your grandpa it's left like you. It's like your family dog. It's always, you know, yeah. Larry, the, the Larry the Llama. He's my buddy. <laughs> Larry the Llama. That's going to be the name of the episode. Meet Larry the Llama. This will be fuck, fuck Larry the Llama. Fuck Larry the Llama. Oh my God. New hashtag. Fuck Larry the Llama. No, poor. You can't be mad at my name, Larry. But that's why. Yes. See, this is the thing is that that would be the only time that that would make sense because yeah, Larry the llama is uh -huh. a family friend. You grew right. up with Larry. Right, oh my right, God, right, I love right. Larry. Okay, but, but that these are people. That what we're saying though, this is isn't okay. like Only. Larry the llama, your family pet that is hanging out at your wedding. You know, uh, like like you might have your dog or whatever. These are folks who are renting llamas. It's a prop, like a prop it's for a prop. your wedding. And we have this one photo, and we're so going to share it on our social media. Oh my God. And we just can't even. It is just so ridiculous. And it's almost, well, it's like insufferable because this poor llama is just standing there next to this beautiful bride. She's very, pe very pretty, very beautiful. She'd right? be fine without the fucking llama that she's just put. She just has her arm on it. Like her little hand just reached out with her hand on it. She's just standing there. Yeah. Like, like it, the llama might, you could, ooh, ooh, we can play a new, <laughs> we can play a Photoshop game. We're going to take that photo <laughs> and we're going to Photoshop all kinds of ridiculousness. Like take the llama out and put something else in in its place. You know, what was that thing that we saw? Uh, I want to have her people do this for photo with Photoshop. It's like a yeah. game and you always yeah, put yeah, something yeah, yeah. new Oh, in I it. know. I, yeah, it's, I'm on Twitter. It's all over the place. Dude. Yes. 
we need to do that with this one. Yeah. It is just, it's just literally, I mean, you could put any fucking thing I like there the idea of it being like a big, like a uh, Ford F-150 and there's like six other people with their hands on it. And it's like that game where like everybody. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I'm so, oh, I wish I had another hour in my day. I would so go to town on this. That is such a waste of time. Don't do that. I like it in my head. And that, by the way, I'm going to go back. That, that's the thing about this is that I want to tell you all something that I need you to be aware of is that the human brain has the ability to stitch together like the most random beautiful ideas yes and it's always perfect and the weather's always great and you never experience any discomfort the llama never takes the llama never takes a shit the llama doesn't need to be in a stable or be (laughs) fed fed. the llama doesn't make you know bite people it doesn't roll in its shit no the llama (laughs) smells good the llama you know i don't know all of this stuff this is this is not the world that is that is a reality your brain Fill that in, in your brain. Yeah. You can make anything happen. Yes, really, right. anything. Vision and it. that's fine. And that you is where it. you can do it. <laughs> my personal opinion. Uh-huh. This is my personal opinion. Uh-huh. I think Catherine may also share this personal opinion. Those ideas are best left in your head. In your head, because yes. the reality of the thing that you are imagining takes so much orchestration. Right. It is. It is. It serves no purpose yet except for to satisfy some morbid curiosity you have about like i right. I need to have a llama in my wedding and here i gotta make this happen it's i mean so weird like i don't understand and honestly everybody in your wedding is yeah. going to be like what the fuck is why wrong with it why llama? would you need a llama what does this have to do with anything and I, I bet llamas are just sitting there going like why are suddenly people like why am i like, here i was like just sitting in this cool little barn here with my my animal barn friends all suddenly i'm in this place with oh. people with crazy perfume and cologne on and like now what am i doing here i know There's a wreath of something on my head now like, why, why am i wearing this <laughs> i want to also say that when we started looking deeper we started <laughs> scratching the surface of the llama yes <laughs> It wasn't just this one lady. No. It's, it's all, all over the place. <laughs> what is going it's on? It's weird. It's almost like <laughs> the Portlandia, like the put, put, a, put a bird on it. Yeah. You remember that skit? Put a, put, put, why can't you say that? Put a bird on it? Put a bird on it. Just put a bird on it. Put a llama in put, it. Put a llama in it. <laughs> Complete your wedding with a llama. <laughs> it is, I mean, guys, you know, you can't get married without a fucking llama. And cannot I mean, get married without that llama. Well, and not to mention, I mean, and I want to point out again, I want to say to you, like, these are living creatures that that, shit that do is. not do not need to be like that do not, are not used to wearing wedding garb but yeah they don't <laughs> they have no need to be in this wedding it's stupid well okay. and yes. and i mean yes. and, uh, you know uh, it's like um it's like my this thing my dad always loves to say it's sort of on this note he'd be like uh don't try to teach a pig to sing right it uh it frustrates you and it annoys the pig. Right, right. Right. It's the same kind of thing. It's like, this is, don't put a wedding llama in your wedding. It's going to frustrate you because you're going to be dealing with this fucking llama all day long. And the llama's not happy. The right. llama doesn't want to be in your wedding. There. The llama has no the llama need wants to, to go be back your to wedding. its field and yes. do whatever it was what doing llamas do. before you came along and put it in yes. a wreath and then walk yes. it down an aisle. Yes. Don't do that. Don't do that. If you love animals, then just don't well, do that. And my guess is that, and I know, I, I'm betting like, 
I, I know I've heard tale that now you know at the bridal fairs you go to the bridal fairs and it's not just your standard photographers <laughs> and cake people that you're looking to meet now you're meeting serious like fucking petting zoo vendors that will bring the no, stuff no I know it, and like set it up at your wedding bridal store bridal show at the American Royal <laughs> meet Meet your llama. Meet, Meet your dream llama. Oh my god! Dr- drama llama. Dream llama. <laughs> I don't know. Not too much coffee. I'm just okay. No, but, but it's so it is so true. It is it's insufferable to sit there and look through. I mean, you know, and if you just Google wedding llama guys, like or like search that shit up on uh, Instagram, you will be amazed by how much of this is out there. And it's kind of like, since when is this a thing? Like, like what? What? Right. What? How about, how about this one? How about a donut wall? How do you feel yes. about a donut wall? Donut wall. That's another one of those. Sounds donut. <laughs> yeah. Sounds wall. better in theory. Like, like it seems cute at first until that thing has been sitting out. Ooh, like 100 degree weather. Hours or wherever. Flies. The flies and dust and somebody's kid like touching every one of them. Some uncle with a cold sneeze at it. I Remember? Mean, you I remember mean, how we were talking about the stuff and how I get yeah. grossed out easily? Yes. That's, That's how it. I'm feeling. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> it. It is oh. super disgusting, guys. The donut wall is super disgusting. That's You're one of those donut. ideas that donut sounded better that. in your mind. That sounded way better in your head. It looks cute in photo shoots, but it is not. Like, when you play that out in real life, you know, what is it that, um, I don't, uh, it's like the Princess Bride when Andre the Giant says this word, what is it? I do not think it means what you, what think, you think it means. means. Exactly. <laughs> it was like, it's like donut wall. I don't think that this is going to go the way that you think it will go. Like, <laughs> no. it's just like that. It's no. And I mean, I, I will tell you that I think I spend as, I mean, as my job as a, as a, an event manager, I, mm-hmm. I work with a number of couples every year and I try to help them have the very best experience I can getting them down the aisle. And yeah. I will ha- I have, a fairly frequent conversation with you know it's sort of always revolving around the same kind of topic which is you know in your head Mm -hmm. it looks it sounds like a really good idea and it looks really beautiful and perfect and then in real life right making that happen is is way more trouble than it's worth yeah and it never look you cannot edit your wedding video in real time in real time yeah you can't make it happen you can't play it out exactly the way it's supposed to that you want your wedding video to come together nope <laughs> right and it, and it, and, it, and honestly it, it is one of the ways that you can make yourself most unhappy on your wedding day right. is trying to do a play-by-play do a play-by-play or as you said i mean i mean i don't mean to you know jump ahead here but i yeah, mean yeah. it's like if you are trying to create this wedding for a photo shoot like right. you can't have a photo shoot and a wedding on the, I mean, it can, but it's, it's, it's like, why would you do the two things? It's again, this is comes back to form follows function. So if you're getting married, like stick to the things, Just get married, stick to the things that are required for you to get married and make decisions that are going to, um, function well for your celebration that are going to practically, yes. um, improve the quality of your day. Like right. there are things you can do preparing ahead of time i think we even talked about this a little bit on our last episode about um you know doing things that can actually like make your your wedding day more smooth and more functional that's great right but when you find yourself you know just sort of embellishing and, and and overthinking and adding 
elements to the wedding that really don't add any value. Right, because you saw it in a cute in a cute photo exactly. on social media. You do somewhere. not need a s'mores bar. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Yeah. That's all. I it's, think that's about all I got. Yeah. Nope. I think that's pretty much it. it. You know, it comes down to yeah to making a decision of what it is you want and making sure that you don't get duped into doing things that actually don't um, you know they're inconsequential at best. And detrimental at worst. So don't get talked into a swinging wedding cake. Yeah, I don't know. I seriously don't know what's going on with that. I don't either. But anyway, so I think I think that's it. I think that's yeah. Our 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 sort of um, imparting words from us to you is you know as you're making making plans and and pinning stuff and starting to you know uh look looking to interview you know vendors who can bring a llama to your wedding um you know to really take a moment and just you know consider what it is you're trying to accomplish and and uh and design the day that you actually want not the one that you think is going to get just published or you know or shared or 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 whatever just because you want to get noticed like a peacock yeah Exactly. Yeah. I think that, I think we've summarized it and I think we've yeah. pestered the wedding industry enough for one hour. <laughs> <laughs> <I know. laughs> so true. So down. anyway, well, this is, um, this is Amy and Catherine signing off and then also out there to tell you, fuck your wedding llama. <laughs> fuck your wedding llama. Fuck, not Larry the llama. Larry not the fuck llama's Larry the llama, but He's fuck okay, your but wedding llama. He doesn't need to be at your, uh, and, at your damn wedding. Yes. And, and, uh, and heed our warning because you're going to be seeing a lot more of this from us on social media. Um, because <laughs> we're, we're F-Y-W-L. Because we, cause, because we just can't even. We just can't. Fuck your wedding llama. Fuck your wedding llama. All right. All right. Have a wonderful day. Yes. We'll see you next time on so, I Do Rescue. Bye, guys. Bye.